Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. We got Tyler Sweeney. And once again, no guest. So what's up, everybody? How's Here. it going? I'm joining, I'm joining you from, uh, from a hotel room. In, is it a Marriott? It is a Marriott. It's in Houston, Texas. I'm not going to reveal my exact location, but it's a Marriott in Houston, Texas. There we go. You're chilling with Beyonce, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. She's actually, you, see, you can see like, it's one of those hotels that has like a door to like the adjacent room. Beyonce's in that room. Yeah. I can She's tell. not in your room? Step your game it, up. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He's got to play nice. If we want Jay-Z on the show in a couple Fair. weeks, you know, you yeah. can't have that happen. Fair enough. What's the menu looking like down there? At the hotel or no, just, just overall? What's your Houston menu looking like so far? You know what? It's been a lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. Um, you know, steak last night was good. Seafood you're and steak Houston, for the most you're part. You're used to eating seafood? Yeah. So I don't know if you know, if Is you've ever thing? looked at a map or not. But like Houston's right by the Gulf of Mexico. It's like, it's a yeah, but like, city. I <laughs> think about Texas. I think about the beef. Like all the I, I had that too. Yeah, I had that too. But yeah, Houston's on the water. Like, I mean, it, there's a river. It's kind of like Jacksonville. It's like the Jacksonville. That's of probably Texas. a good way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, you like know? you said, like the Gulf's right there. Yeah, but you know, for someone who's never left their house, correct. You know, without outside like twenty mile radius, correct. I drive seventeen miles to work, and I drive seventeen miles home. You know, we were all worried about you, Tyler, the other night. With that train, you know, situation yeah. and everything, no one can get a hold of you. <laughs> we I was sleeping, it. slept right we through thinking, it all. We were thinking Tyler was going to be part of a big explosion. Yeah. Nope, that it's a whole fifteen miles from me. I'm good. I do know a lot of people that had to evacuate, though. It is a really crappy situation. Are they still evacuated? Or are they allowed? Like, what's the like, is it? Handled? Um, yeah. So some people have started to move back in. Um. So far, they're saying like there's no issues with the air quality or any water, but everything I'm seeing is kind of otherwise right now. <laughs> like there are dead fish in the river and someone had a bunch of their chickens just randomly die. There's a lot of stuff. It's this thing's going to be on some commercial in 20 years. It's going to be like Were Aaron you, Brockovich all over again. It's going to be like Camp Lejeune all over again. What river do you have? That one, I mean, the Ohio River's right here. Yeah, but the Ohio River's 20 miles south of... I know. I think it might have been a creek, but... Okay. Like, all the fish in that <laughs> little creek. It's a creek that runs in the Ohio. Is it a creek or a creek? I call it a creek. People call it a creek. It's a okay. creek to me. All right. 
Like it's Turtle Creek, not Turtle Creek. Well, there you go. So, yeah, fun We're stuff. We're glad you're alive, here. Tyler, even though sometimes we don't think you are. Well, I'm here. Train go boom, Tyler lives. Right, right, right. Um, anyways, we have a huge show tonight for you guys. Can I stress this again? Like, I cannot wait for pitchers and catchers to start. Like one week from today, they're going to report. And I just felt like these past two weeks is like that. I think as Tyler said in our chat right now, like this is the worst time in baseball. Just the absolute worst because nothing's going on like offseason wise. All that's done. We're just in this lull, just waiting for our spring training to start. It's going to be in a week. So it's just like, what haven't we talked about in the past? What have we talked about like in the future? I mean, I know there's some stuff, but we have better people to talk about it with. So we're saving it. But like, man, there's just nothing to talk about right now. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest news of the week was G Man Choi being held out of the World Baseball Classic. And. What's up, Justin? Roanzi Contreras is on the Dominican Republic team. That's probably. That's about it. Yeah. This time of year sucks. Yeah. I, we had the little bit a few years ago where Harper and Machado signings drug a little bit more towards this, but now we're kind of back to normal with free agency. Everyone seems to have signed. Plus, Machado was signing with the Pirates, so a lot of Pirates right. to talk about then. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, weird. free agency kind of got all handled in, you know, December. Then yeah. December, for the most part, like yeah. all, the, all the big games. Unless you were Carlos Correa, then you got signed like once in November, once in December, and then like what, another time in January. Yeah, this is actually the first time we've had this lull in a while. Last year we had all the CBA stuff. Mm -hmm. The year before that was COVID. The year before that would have been Machado and Harper still dragging on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I, I agree. I can't wait for pitchers and catchers. We're, we're basically what? We're a week away. It's the 15th, yeah. right? Yep. So we are seven days away. Yeah, I can't wait for there to be. The the the, the uh, annual grainy cell phone videos taken by beat writers on their on their iPhones from 150 yards away. You know that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Now we uh, again like for the show we uh, if you're joined like let's talk let's chat ask some questions we'll chat along we'll answer some right now but before we do get into that let's just touch on just because you brought up Jim and it's not going to be long but let's just touch on the whole Troy. Ronzi, Contreras, you know, the WBC and such. Uh, right. It came out, or Ronzi was last. It came out that Troy really, really wanted to participate. Pirates came out and said, sorry, it's not going to happen. And then he he came out again and said, like, he was disappointed. Now, I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. It's not as if he, like, super vocal and, like, this is terrible and screw you, Pirates. Like, it just, like, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed. I wanted to play, and I get that. So, but then on the other hand, it was just like a few days afterwards, Ronzi gets announced to the Dominican team. So he will pitch for them this year. So I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely two situations to this, obviously. Let's talk about the Troy one just briefly. What are your thoughts and opinions on the whole situation? Tyler. 
You go first. All right. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot of opinions on it, Jim. Um, it's just kind of a sucky situation in general. I don't really think anyone's in the wrong here. Choi wants to play in the World Baseball Classic. The Pirates have concerns with his medical. They'd prefer to have him. They're paying him money to play for the Pirates. They don't care about the World Baseball Classic. It sucks, but that's just the way it kind of has to be. And to be honest, like I don't really want any of my players playing in the World Baseball Classic. I think the World Baseball Classic is kind of a waste of time. I'd rather just keep him healthy. Tyler just doesn't like fun. I think he's anti-fun. No, but we know that. <laughs> so, I mean, he had his surgery in November. Um, you know, I think this is kind of a much much to do about nothing. You know, Choi obviously is frustrated because he wanted to play, but the Pirates also are kind of well within their rights to be like, hey, you know what? You had just had you just had surgery. We don't want you playing games where you're not under like our supervision, right? So I get both sides. Uh, it it kind of sucks for Choi. It also sucks that, you know, the Pirates and Choi are, have not reached an agreement yet and they're going to arbitration, it seems like. So that's another kind of another piece of this that, that you know, Choi probably isn't super thrilled about. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just erring on the side of caution. I don't blame the Pirates for their decision. I don't blame Choi for being upset. Just is what it is. And like what gets me too is I think, I mean, a lot of people are very vocal about it when you look on Twitter and such, you know, fans that here we go, the pirates again, like how dare them not do this for Troy, you know, the player centric and trust me, like we've been all about the player centric culture and how it's in like the complete opposite direction. But I think what we all agree on here is this really isn't one of those cases. You can make that argument for a lot of things. This one, I'm not really pushing for like, for one, we don't know the medicals. Obviously, the Pirates are saying no. Maybe there's something that they, they just they're they're not they're not good with it, you know. And like you said, like it's one thing if you're playing in spring training, you're playing for our team, but now you're playing for another team. And I know how like Tyler says, like it's dumb. And trust me, like you can have that opinion. I'm not I'm not going to disagree with anyone. Like when it comes to baseball, and I hate to use this word, but like you're my property. Like Troy is pro- the property of the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he, you know he's their employee. I pay you to play baseball for me. Going to the WBC is kind of like, I understand like how monumental it could be. Like you're playing for your country, but I'm not going to do that and like let you get injured as you're coming off of elbow surgery. And now it's L for what? Now I lost you. And like Jim said, we haven't gone to arbitration yet. (laughs) Like (laughs) you're going to get injured and I got to now pay you for the rest of the year while you're injured. So it's like, I think it's not that big of an issue either. It's just like Tyler said. It's kind of just a sucky situation. I would understand, like, I want to play. As any athlete, I think any athlete always is going to say they're ready to play before they actually truly are. And the Pirates are like, no. And to me, again, too, I think that might speak a little more to the medicals that we don't know of. So, whatever. I think, I think there is a, something interesting here that maybe I'm just thinking a little too deep about it. Choi kind of has an insurance policy against him now. He's not as important to the Pirates as maybe he was when they first acquired him with McCutcheon and Santana. McCutcheon can probably DH most of the time. So he's not as important as he was. So I wonder if there is something more concerning with those medicals, especially with going to arbitration, which they probably would have done anyhow. This whole thing, 
maybe I'm reading too deep into it, but maybe something to keep an eye on. And by all accounts, I think he's fine. Like, and he's progressing as he should. He was taking batting practice just the other day. I mean, he's, I, I think by all accounts, he's, he's fine. So I wouldn't read too much into it other than the pirates just want to be cautious. And, you know, when he's playing, he, they want him to be playing for the pirates and not South Korea. Now I'll put it this way. Like, what Tyler, what you said, it's not that I'm going to read too deep in it and say like, this is again, like everything about the situation, none, none of us know about. And again, that's why I'm okay with it because the ones that do know feel it's in their best interest not to have them play. But I, I do wonder, like, I do wonder if maybe he is delayed. I mean, Jim, like you said, he's, he's batting now, but he's just batting now. My guy's going after surgery and he's now just getting into the live batting cages. I'm probably not too thrilled and saying, oh, yeah, well, you're, you know, you're good to go play. Go ahead and go do it. Like, if you're just doing it. Now, what I'll say this, like, talk about precedent. So it was Bregman who had the same surgery, I think, and he had it in January. This might have been in 2018, I think it was. Um, and he was ready for spring. So, like, the time frame says Troy probably should be ready. But, again, Bregman was playing for the Astros and under their supervision and such. So – I don't know. Again, like I said, with all that, it makes me wonder if he's maybe a little slow in healing or such. But I think what's going to ultimately answer this is spring training. Like, I think we'll find out. I mean, if there's any delay or they're like cautiously slowing him into it, then that might tell us, you know what? They probably were on the right. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I bet he's fine. It's just, it, it, it's one of those situations just is what it is. Choi's not happy. I wouldn't be either, but Pirates probably made the right call. Can we also put it this way, too? The whole Choi's not happy. Jimmy, I know, you, again, you're the king of hyperbole, but like I've seen this take on Twitter over and over again. Oh, great. Now Choi's not happy, so he's not going to play the whole season. You know, he's going to have this gripe on the list, and like he's he thinks the Pirates are trash, so he's going to be like, you know, this terrible teammate like it's not that serious either on that end like he's disappointed but i guarantee you there's not going to be any difference in his play any difference in mentality for towards the pirates or anything it's it's not that deep no and i mean he's also like he's going to be making over five million dollars this year so like, he probably wants to do that next year too if he just stops playing no one's going to pay him next season. So, yeah, no, I, I don't think this has any effect on Choi's output for the 2023 season. N none whatsoever. There you go. That's a silly, that's a silly thing to, to But imagine. if he struggles, those takes are going to be fuego. Well, then I'm calling everyone who has that take right now a dummy. You're a dummy. You're an idiot. That's your pre-warning, you dum-dums. Yep, that's about all yeah. I have on that. I, I just truly... yeah. I said it in the, the chat. I really don't care. On the flip side, Contreras, named to the Dominican team, he was someone who the Pirates, you know, quote-unquote, had to watch his innings last season. Um so they are 
fine with him going and, and pitching for, for the Dominican Republic. And I think it's maybe a little bit different. I don't think Contreras is going to have too many innings limits this year. I mean, he threw 130 innings last season. So, you know, you got to imagine he's – his arm is built up enough he can go 150, 160. Uh, but as far as pitchers in the World Baseball Classic, he'll probably be used as a reliever. He'll probably be used in like one-inning bursts which is what he was going to, he would be doing in spring training anyways. I don't think you're, you know, if you're the Pirates, you're not as concerned about Contreras. You're just getting him his normal spring training work, most likely. I was nervous. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Like the whole differential of the Choi and Ronzi, right? Like like with Choi, I, I get it. But then they announced like Ronzi can go. I'm like, no, no, no. Like just keep your ML. Like keep, no, don't do it. Don't let anyone go. Keep Romansy here as well. Um, you know, part of it is, I guess part of it is just simply like something bad is going to happen to the Pirates. It, it just is, right? So <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable that Romansy's doing it. And I know you're saying, Jim, about the innings, but there's still like this bit of an unease. Like, I don't really want to push him. Um, I think ultimately he'll be okay. I, I'm just like deep down, just clenching a little bit that he's going to be in the WBC pitching. And like, then what's going to happen in August? <laughs> I just well, don't it's like also it cool that. Eh. I mean, I get that too, but like, it's it's cool to like. I mean, he's a guy that we're excited about seeing. We're going to actually see him get meaningful pitch, you know, meaningful sequences in in March, where we normally wouldn't be seeing that. He's going to be facing really, really good talent. It, it's just a good. It's a good showcase. It's a good. It would be it's gonna be a really good experience for, for Contreras. So I'm I'm all aboard. Jim can kind of sway me here. I the, the reason I I'm kind of iffy on it is I just don't want him outside the pirate supervision like two a week before the season. I prefer he just be with the team and work on whatever they're working on with him. But you do make a good point that he is getting some very quality uh, innings very early in the year before when in spring training, he'd be just probably be facing some scrubs. Yeah. I mean, right. He's going to be facing much better talent in the WBC and he's going to be getting the same amount of work as he would if he were in spring training anyways. Like, I mean, he's not going out there and he's, he's not, he's not going to throw 80, 80 pitches in a world yeah. baseball classic game. Right. I mean, he's going to go in there and he's going to throw 20, 25, and he's going to do it against really good competition. Yeah, it's just if he, if there's stuff that they really want to work on with him, and I think there's a lot that still needs to be refined with him, I think I'd prefer him to be in spring training, getting being able to work on that in some spring training innings. But, I mean, more than one way to skin a cat. Like He could just get better by facing good competition in on March 7th. It's yeah. It's or have quite... you seen the Dominican team? Like he's going to be just hanging out with all those guys. He's going to be hanging out with Sandy Alcantara, and I, I mean, we can go through the the list of, of of that roster, but it's it's stacked. So, like, the, just the fact that you're going to have him hanging out with those people, um, I'm I said, I'm I'm all in. Uh, I, I'm kind of excited to see him. I said he'll probably be a reliever. I would I would guess, and. Yeah, I mean, high leverage moment against Venezuela or the United States in the WBC. I mean, that yeah, can't ask for more than that in March. 
Who are you rooting for if it's a high leverage situation with Ronzi on the mound against the United States? Oh, Team USA. Yeah. I was, I was All expecting the way. Yeah. I was yeah. expecting something different from you. <laughs> no, no. We're, Jim uh, hates the Pirates. We're going Team USA into WBC. I, I'm trying to go to a game. I'd love to go to a game this year, but I don't know if I can make it happen. Don't lie. You'll be rooting for Communist China the whole time. Does China has a team? Does Russia have a I'm team? A little... That's the team you'll actually root for. Nah, I, I would imagine the Russian baseball team is pretty pretty weak right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that though. I really do wish they could find a different time to do this, not two weeks before the season. It would almost be cool to do it, like almost take like a break in like the middle they, of the season. Do it like in the with, middle uh, of the year. The Olympics and hockey. Yeah, discuss yeah. that or something. Yeah, yeah. Olympics did do it with hockey, and I mean the Olympics also do it with baseball, but they typically just use minor leaguers. You yeah. know, when when baseball was was in the Olympics, I don't know if it's back in or not, but um, I feel like that would be kind of a cool time to do it. But it, it's also nice being in March because uh, it's kind of like a primer to the season. You know, you get to watch you you get to watch good baseball in March, and you typically don't get to see that. Love the comments. Keep them coming. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, like I said, just back to me, like my my irrational viewpoint. Again, this is my rational thinking. I try to be very rational in my thought process. This is the irrational part of me that says I'm nervous about Ronzi, but I agree with everything you say, Jim. And like I'm very happy for him. And yes, that team is very stacked. But uh, and with that said, like, you know what, Tyler? Maybe Oscar Marine triaged some stuff for uh for Ronzi to learn, you know, a new pitch over there with them. So maybe for his development, this is going to help him. I know Clay Holmes isn't playing and pitching for the Dominican, but maybe someone else is there that can help Ronzi in some pitch. I mean, what are you talking? Oscar Marine comes up with the idea the same day the pitcher does. Actually, it's a Mitch Keller. It's a little deep cut. Yeah. Really good interview, by the way. Yeah. But Okay. So I think that wraps up our WBC talk. Is that fair? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and I think the Pirates are going to have more guys, like minor leaguers playing for – I think they're going to have some minor leaguers playing on other teams. But, yeah, that those are the main ones right there. It's going to be Contreras and Bednar. Bednar, out of anybody, Bednar is probably the one I would be least likely to want to to do it just because I want to make sure that his innings all come – you know, with the Pirates, but is what it is. He's a dog, though. All right. So I guess and again, good... he'd be getting the innings in spring training anyways. All right. That's all. I'm done. Go on. Go gotcha. ahead. Move to the next topic. Move on. To the, the next segment. topic. Segment killer. Uh, there is no topic, so we're getting to the chat. So let's start with the questions. Uh, I think Jim brought up here first, but we'll talk with the first one. So Dave White does say, are any of y'all going to spring training? Well, as a matter of fact, Dave, NS9 has a whole spring training planned. So March 19th to the 25th, is that correct, Jim? 19th to the 25th, yep. I will be there. Donardo will be there. Cody will be there. Cody will be there. Guess Tyler will be will, there, kind of. Will you be there? It's up Tyler, will you be there? Yeah. It's up in the air. 
here's how up in the air it is. About a, a month ago, it was the last I week told of Tyler. December. Yeah, last week of December. I gave him till New Year's. You I said, Tyler, I said, Tyler, if you can commit to going to spring training, I will commit to buying all your booze for the week. And not even just his. It was actually his booze, Donardo's booze, and Cody's booze. Because I, di- I did it that way so he could be bullied into it by the rest of the group. And he didn't even he didn't even take that offer. So he is I don't get very bullied. up in the air. Very up in the air. The second you try to bully me, I'm out. But well, and again, like we're talking about Tyler. Yeah. This is free alcohol. Yeah, and now you got to pay for talk you just, with yeah. Wagner to Kutch. Yeah, if he decides he wants to go now, now he has to pay for his alcohol. Whereas before, I was gonna, I was gonna do it for him. You know what? I, I feel nice. like if people understand, if people knew my reasons for not going, I think they might respect me a little bit. Well, not going as not 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 going, but being up in the air. I'm trying. We'll see. You're not trying. But yes, Dave, to answer trying. your question, we will be in spring training. At least most of us. And uh, March 19th, 25th, and we're going to be at every game, I think, except for the one in for that week, the one in uh, Lakeland against the Tigers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Wednesday. Friday's an off day. We'll be at every game outside of that. So pretty excited. Yeah, it should be fun. For sure. As Kenny says, the only thing that makes the time of the year tolerable is the new NS9 newsletter, to be honest. With that said, so again, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter. Um, I actually got a little thing going on. So if you do, this upcoming Monday, right? So Kenny will write a newsletter again on Monday. Um, there's a chance to win an AJ Burnett bobblehead. So if you do subscribe, Kenny will pick a lucky email. Who won it? So go ahead and get yourself in there. Uh, I'll post a link in the chat too. Let me do that. While I'm doing that, if you guys want to catch some other comments here. <laughs> Yeah, and and just to kind of reiterate, the the newsletter is great. Um, it very well done by Kenny. Um, you know, I hate to hate to pay him that big of a compliment, but he's done a good job with it. It's like it's a legit thing that you should subscribe to if you're a Pirates fan. It's it's literally one of those things I look at and I think that comes from like North Shore Nine. Really. <laughs> I agree. It's, it's almost it's almost as good as it's our best Tyler. <laughs> it's almost as good as Tyler and and, our, and mine TikToks. The TikToks that we do. It's accurate. Almost. It is accurate. Yeah, it's definitely better than Denardo's TikToks. Like, you know what's frustrating is that I just come up with great TikToks in my head, and then all of a sudden Denardo's got to like shit post something three times a day, and I can't ever get one in. <laughs> Tyler wishes he lived in, in communist Russia. <laughs> Get some time off. <laughs> it's not even about work, fellas. What else we got going on here? Um, yeah, Bucko Mike. Bucko Mike's on the same stance as you, though, Jim, about Bednar not being allowed to pitch. And he's been talking to me, I think, like all offseason about this. He hates the idea about Bednar. I changed my mind then. I think Bednar should pitch. I don't want to be on the same side as Bucko Mike. I'll be on your side, Bucko Mike. All right, I stand alone. 
Buckle Mike also <laughs> asked if I trimmed my beard. And I did trim it on Monday. It was the last time I did it. So there you go. Isn't Cruz on the Dominican roster? I thought he's not, right? Or is he? Uh, I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did I miss that? So in that case, that's one case where I actually would do like him going there and getting real competitive with bats. I'm pretty sure he is. I don't know if there's anything like official on it, but I thought I I thought I saw something saying he was going he was going to be on the team. You know who can fact check us, Ethan? Actually, yes. <laughs> I was going to say Kenny, <laughs> but Ethan will probably be I'm actually, Kenny. I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeing anything, anything though. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything like official. I do remember seeing something on Twitter about it, but um, yeah, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anything. Like no publication has said anything about it. Yeah, don't know. But also, that doesn't mean he won't be on it. I think the teams get announced tomorrow like official rosters let me look up our good boy hector <laughs> hector's got all yeah this tomorrow team. tomorrow at 6 p.m eastern time they're being announced on mlb network so there's still a possibility he could be on it well let's talk about it. if he is i i do like that i would love to see an Cruz in there i guess i'm less fearful of hitters Whatever, but again, like the talent, like he'll be with them. Not that he hasn't been hanging out with them guys like all offseason, anyways, but mm-hmm. he's on the world stage now, too. Yeah, it would be nice if he, he was on there. Now, the one issue is like he won't be a starter on that team. Like that Dominican team is stacked. Yeah. He would be a late inning pinch hit guy, you know, for a righty reliever, that, that type of plate appearance. So, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't see four O'Neill Cruz at bats in a World Baseball Classic game. Yeah, I'm yeah, not that's... seeing anything. The, the only thing I'm seeing is, of course, Nelson Cruz, but nothing for O'Neill he's... playing. He's the Nelson GM. Cruz is on it. Well, he's the GM. Nelson Cruz is the GM. Yeah. Interesting. That's pretty awesome. That is kind of cool. If Henry Davis was in the World Baseball Classic, how many pitches would hit him? Anthony's asking. He'd probably get hit in every single plate appearance. Realistically, if he was, he wouldn't get that many at-bats. Call what it is. But let's say he probably he'd probably get maybe four or five. Maybe. And a four or five, how many how many times do you get hit? Four or five. There it is. <laughs> so there <you> so <laughs> the guy gets on base every single time. I mean, my favorite is he not part... potentially an MVP of the of the team? Poten- yeah, potentially. I think my favorite part about the World Baseball Classic is when you get like the teams from like Europe. Like Italy, like I think Italy has a team, yeah. But like no one on the team is actually from Italy. They're just 
They're just like, guys with like Italian last names. It's like Cervelli. <laughs> yeah, all three of us. Well, at least Cervelli was. Right. I, I guess. Cervelli wasn't from Italy. <laughs> He's Venezuelan. <laughs> He's Italian. Yes. Like his, yeah, his me too. Are, well, yeah, so am I. Like I'm Italian, but like I, I shouldn't be playing on Team Italy. Like, yeah, come on. His name is Jim Rosati. Yeah. And like I think Israel is the same way too. Like Israel, Italy, it's just like. No one's actually from those countries. It's just like um, heritage. Isn't like Great Britain the same way too? Like who's playing for like Great Britain? Isn't I can't imagine Great Britain's roster is all that deep. It's whoever. But no, isn't no. There's a there's a Pirates minor leaguer who's playing for Great Britain. I think. Like a first former first rounder or a second rounder, like a pretty high end prospect. Yeah. See, Cervelli's like, isn't dad, Quinn Priester dad's from Italy? Okay. Isn't Quinn Priester pitching for Canada or something? I I don't know. I I, I mean I I do I do know Canada usually gets a few of them, but they could be from Canada. You know, I mean, like there could be some Joey Votto's in the league. James Tyon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, he was actually, I think he was born in Canada. Yeah, I think Tyon was born in Canada. But but Tyon was also part of no he was born in Florida, um, sure. yeah but he's a Canadian citizen, I think like his mom or something. Yeah, I think you like basically is, automatically get Canadian citizenship. Yeah, I think your his mom or dad is is Canadian, so he also was Canadian. Is there a team Australia? Probably. I think. Is Bly Madris Madris on the team? Look it up. As you're looking up, I'm going to go back because I'm. You're not making me out like an idiot. Cervelli's dad was from Italy. Okay. Okay. So there you go. But Cervelli wasn't. He wasn't, but his dad was. So much like a lot of them, like, are just that same way. Like as long as your parents were, you had that. But like, there's some people where it's definitely. Well, what I'm getting at, he's parents. more Italian in that sense than us. Like my dad didn't come from Italy. Okay. Now my great grandfathers did, but not my dad. That's different. <laughs> Kenny goes, Team Italy is just the players that like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> they do have an amazing spread though. Thanks to Cervelli talking about it. I forget what was it Puerto Rico that wanted Jake Arietta to pitch for him? <laughs> Like that's not like a visit one time. No, I don't know the exact heritage there, but I think it might have been Puerto Rico that wanted Arietta to pitch in this World Baseball Classic. That's another thing too. Like, why does Puerto Rico get their own team? Because Puerto Rico right. is a U.S. territory. So, like players like Francisco Lindor, he should be on Team USA. They're so selfish. Exactly. I'm just saying, Puerto Rico. It's like, it's like if. If Iowa had a team, technically not. Now maybe one day. <laughs> it's a Commonwealth. So okay, Pennsylvania. If Pennsylvania had a team. <laughs> maybe Pennsylvania should have a team. Would I get to play on that team because my mom's from Pennsylvania? Yes. <laughs> there you go. That is an interesting thing, though. If Puerto Rico becomes a state, that kind of messes up 
the like the like does that mess up the Caribbean series? Does that mess up the World Baseball Classic? I think in the Olympics, Puerto Rico has like their own Olympic teams. I'm sure that's what's stopping no. everything. Yeah, Are that's they, probably what it is. Like, <laughs> Are guys from Puerto Rico allowed in the draft? That's like a real question. I don't know the answer to off the yes. top of my head. Yeah, okay. so you can draft people from Puerto Rico. In, I couldn't yeah, remember exactly how that worked draft. if they were in the if they were signable like Latin America or if they were draftable. Yeah. I guess it makes sense because Lindor was drafted. Baez was drafted. But Lindor came to Florida, I think, and got drafted out of there. Anywho. Well, because that was one of the reasons why – so, like, Puerto Rican baseball in general is actually mad that they are allowed in the draft. They're saying that that, like, killed baseball in Puerto Rico. Because before that, they were kind of part of the international free agency market. You could sign kids at 16 and they could get, you know, a big payday right up front, all that good stuff. But now they're lumped into the draft with all the all the rest of the Americans. The more you know. Ah, there you go. Tanaj Thomas is the one pitching for Great Britain. Is that how you pronounce his first name? Tanaj? Is it not? I... I feel like I've heard it a different way, and I can't think. You know how uh, I am with it's names. T- Tanaj. It's Tanaj. It? Tanaj. Okay, I feel like I've heard yeah. it a different way. Tanaj. I'm bad. But with he's me. from the Bahamas. He's yeah, from the yeah. Bahamas. So, I mean, I guess the Bahamas were. Isn't that also part of America? Ish. No, the Bahamas are its own independent country. Yeah, but I feel like it's American territory. I don't know. Geography. Are you thinking about the Virgin Islands? Is this the British? Yeah, Virgin them. Yeah. There's the British Virgin Islands, and then there's the U.S. Virgin Islands. But the Bahamas are something totally separate. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> but um, no, the Bahamas should have their own team. I mean, because like Jazz, Jazz is from the Bahamas. The Bahamas are come kind of coming up in they the are. baseball world. Okay. One day soon enough. Maybe see Jamaica in there. And then, like, randomly, you have, like, the the Netherlands in there, too. I don't know if they're they're in there this year. But, like, since the Netherlands, like, owns Curacao. Right. Curacao, like, I think, like, Andre Jones was actually, like, technically from the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I I actually do have a question for you guys here. We've actually interviewed quite a few people this offseason here. What's your favorite, like, one take we've gotten from our guests? Just a little recap for the people that haven't got to watch all of it. Dallas Brady thinking you're a weirdo? Oh, that's a good one. That jumps out, because he's correct. Fair. I think he actually called him a effing weirdo. A fucking weirdo. <laughs> I mean, I refrained from saying that, but yeah, he did. <laughs> Even I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kept it a little bit PG thirteen here. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we have the. Seems like listen. Our... Well, I mean, more minutes on, when you o'clock. when you when you download the podcast, it's got the little e next to it, so you know what you're expecting. Although we should say like earmuffs or something for people who are in the car with kids, maybe. Going forward. By the way, we never put that E on there for the show. Like Apple was just like, <laughs> no, nah, like our our stuff has picked up one too many things too many times. 
and I mean, honestly, like we we're not like I mean, we don't say it often, but no. When Dallas Braden comes on, when who? I mean, we've had some guests. That... <laughs> they let her, yeah. Run. And then we've slipped here and there, but yeah, we never actually like, like put the e on there. Apple changed it one day. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I didn't just say it right then. I was quoting. When you're quoting somebody, it doesn't count as saying it. So as long as they, I'm going to quote <laughs> and then just say the one word. Well, yeah, yeah. As long as you're quoting, you're good. To quote Jack Nicholas. Anyways. <laughs> what are we talking about now? I don't know. I don't I have no idea. This is, we this have is talked a lot idea. of geography. We have done a lot of geography. We started off with, you know, Houston geography and then rivers in eastern Ohio. Now we're in the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'm just going back to Neil Walker talking about Andrew McCutcheon and Cabrian Hayes. I am so excited to see Hayes this spring and see those two work together. I can't wait for that 150-yard-away grainy film of Andrew McCutcheon and Cabrian Hayes talking, and we're just going to run with it. Did we bring that up? We might have last week, but if not, and even if we did, we'll talk about it again. But to your point, Tyler, that did excite me also. It was just one of those things. It's like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. But then after that conversation, and now mind you, I understand it, right? We see videos of Polanco every single year. You see videos of Mitch Keller every single year, right? But it was just like the perfect storm. Like you had the conversation and it got you thinking about it. Not just because you saw a video of them because of like logistics, right? And also coming from an, a player. And then you see the video of him balked the F up. <laughs> and it's like, oh boy. So if, if, if something can happen with his swing, like mechanically, and plus this dude's jacked now. Is it breakout season for Cabrian Hayes? Yeah, I mean, I predicted Brian Hayes' breakout season last year, and that didn't happen. So maybe I was off by a year, but that happens to the best of us. Of course, Jim making it about himself. Well, probably Shocking. is going to be because I said it last year. I'm obviously going to be correct, so I was probably just off by a year. So yeah, that's I'm his going logic. To be right. It's, yeah, it's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of like if I'm right or not. It's just a matter of when I become right. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> to quotes. <laughs> the only variable is time. Right. But I, I don't know, man. You know, it, it's I, I, I want to temper things. But I'm, I'm that's something I'm keeping my eye on. Like this spring training, I'm kind of zooming in on Cabrian Hayes. See how it carries on to the season. See what happens for 2023 with Ryan Hayes. Because we keep talking about like the floor is a three-word player for being a terrible offensive player. If he can be good. Yeah, he was literally like the worst everyday third baseman offensively last year. If he can just be league average, he's elite. Yeah. So speaking of Brian Hayes' family on Twitter, right? <laughs> Which is what Kenny brings up here. Which player's family member 
is going to block me on Twitter this year. I knew it was going to end up going back to Jim. <laughs> I just knew somehow that question was going to turn back into how can I make this about me? Yeah, but what's your guess? Will Bednar. You're well, going to say Bednar something. Is, <laughs> so Will Bednar, the, the, the minor league pitcher for the – That's what I'm laughing about. Like, why, why Will Bednar? No, he, no, I'm saying he's the one that will block you. You're going to say will something Bednar about David. It's going to catch Will Bednar's mentions. He will block you. Interesting. Okay. I don't think anybody in the Bednar family is going to block me. I think you are going to say something stupid at some point that will get you blocked. Unless tweet deck comes back, then you might not say anything. That's true too. No, but uh, I think I'm going to make my prediction as somebody from Robert, maybe Robert Stevenson, Robert Stevenson's dad. He's going to say something like, you know, this guy's the next David Robertson. And I'm going to say, just pick like the next name that has three <laughs> syllables. No, I just picked like a tall, lanky, a tall, lanky white guy. Is basically what I picked. I'm just, um, I'm just glad you didn't say like Stephen <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> and I'm gonna say something, and yeah, Mister Stevenson is gonna get upset. Robert Stevenson's dad. It's my guess. I mean, two people have this... said two people have said Maria McCutcheon. That's not happening. I'm not gonna say a bad thing about Andrew McCutcheon on Twitter ever. That doesn't matter. I've never said a bad thing about my uh, – my, oh, my God. I see you getting bad with names. Mr. 5'9 from Duke in Chicago. <laughs> Come on, the pitcher. Oh, Chris Archer? No. Archer. Friends with Archer. He played for the Mets. So he blocked you, and then I got to block just by – Yeah, oh, Marcus, Marcus Stroman. Stroman. I never said anything yeah, bad so- about Marcus Stroman either. I'm blocked by Marcus Stroman. Because of you, Jim. So Maria McCutcheon could block you just by association of somebody. Which so, I now I hope she So does. you I think that that's pretty funny. So so I've caught so two Marcus Stroman. So Marcus Jim. Stroman has blocked you because of me. And Walter Beatty has also blocked you because of me. Yes. And you had nothing to do with either. These are of the all facts. Like this isn't just like yeah. us talking. Like this is legit. I woke up. Two mornings, right? Separate mornings. But I woke up in a morning and discovered that I was blocked by Marcus Schoen because of that tweet that you're laughing as our group check, chat. And I, like, I click on it and I can't see it. And I'm wondering why, right? Like what's Stroman saying? Like, I, I don't understand why. And I say, I'm, I'm blocked. And I didn't say anything. I, I like Marcus Stroman. He's one of my favorite players. You know? He's one of my favorite. I, I love Marcus Stroman. I love yeah. him. I won't say like favorite players in that sense, but like, I, I love him, right? Guy I root for. And then same thing with Beatty. You're going, I was dead asleep. I mean, at least I was awake for the Strowman stuff. I was dead asleep when this whole Beatty stuff was going back and forth with. I wake up and again, you're, you have this, the text. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is funny. I click on it. And I'm like, I can't see it. <laughs> Blocked by Beatty. Never had a, never had an interaction with him ever. Yeah. The Marcus Strowman block is a little saddening because I thought he wasn't that soft. I, I tweet. I had one little fun tweet at him, and he got soft on me, and he blocked me. Um, but I like him. And then same with Beatty. Like I never, I didn't say anything bad about Tyler Beatty, but you know, is what it is. 
You he politely told his father that he's not Clay Holmes. Yeah, I said he's not as good as Clay Holmes, and apparently that was a blockable offense. I think you even might have included with all due respect in there. Maybe. But let's be real. The United States blocked from playing baseball and it's in the country, so it wasn't that <laughs> far off. I just love the fact that everybody loves Jim, and he's the most toxic of all of us by far. I don't think everybody loves me either. No. I think Jim's the most polarizing of all of us. People love Jim, yeah, I think, or they absolutely hate him. Someone, everyone used to love Jim. And then he joined here. Yeah, you. so you guys made it toxic. No, we just brought the fun Being around you all. Yeah. Only one we of us is the effort on the show right now. You know what? When you become a TikTok star, you become polarizing. That is true. I actually saw a TikTok today about how, you know, once you become like TikTok famous, you've got to leave everyone else behind. You got to just move on. (laughs) (laughs) What a waste of a show this is. Connor asks over under 730 OPS for Andrew McCutcheon. I got to go over. I think 730 is a good number, but I think he ends up around 740, 750. I'm not shooting for the stars here. He's only posted an OPS under 730 one time in his career, and it was last year. So I'm going to go ahead and say over. I'm going to go over as well. Again, we're talking OPS, so this doesn't matter, right? We're not talking WRC plus where it adjusts with the average. With this shift, we've talked about it. Like, I think he's going to perform better than last year. To what degree? Not sure. I'm not going to say it's drastic, but I think there's a lot in there to feel. And, of course, he's, he's in Pittsburgh now too. Like, you just got to give him that little extra edge there. But 730, I'll, I'll go with the over. I don't think he's going to like, you know, I'm not talking 800, but I'll go over. How many games will happen with furries, with furry conventions? That yes. really determines it. Let's take a Are look. We're going to have a furry under- night, by the way. I mean, the furry convention is probably already scheduled. So we can know when this is. Like Jack Swinski can only play at PNC Park. Andrew McCutcheon can only play in the city with a furry convention. June 29th, 30th, and then July 1st and 2nd. So it's whatever, four days. All my gambling friends, whatever the overrun hits is for Andrew McCutcheon that day, take it. Tyler, can I just back up a second now? Like, don't do that to Andrew McCutcheon. Don't tell us the only time he can play is in a furry convention. As if, like, you know, Jack yeah. Sawinski couldn't play away. He could not. Andrew McCutcheon can play wherever he's at. It's just when there is a furry convention... He is elite. Here's the other Tyler's thing. Tyler's out here. He can only so, play during a, a convention. I'm, as just, if I'm just terrible if not. <laughs> oh, God. This former MVP. The MVP season only because there's a furry convention 150 times that year. So here's the other thing, too. I just cross-referenced the convention to the Pirates schedule. All right. The Pirates are at home the entire convention. And not only – are they home the entire convention? They're playing the Brewers. 
So it's a revenge game for McCutcheon on top of on top of the convention. Which also is just a division game, too. I mean, that's... Man. Yeah. I'm just saying, Justice was all over when the furry convention is. Yeah, Justice knew where when it was right off. No wonder he's also like there hitting them dumbbells so hard. It, hold on. Not only is it against the Brewers, but it's also Pirates, Bucko, Luau weekend, which means Bucket Hat Friday. It means Hawaiian Shirt Saturday. And... Sunglasses Sunday. <laughs> look at that form. Look look at that beat writer. Look at Justice Go. <laughs> that fellow definitely skipped the donuts that day. Those were some some big dumbbells. What were those? Like 35, 40 60. pounds? 60s. Oh shit. So. Oh shit. There's there's another E. <laughs> 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 I mean, listen, when you got to smuggle lobsters in there, you got to, you know, in case people got to you know, fight, a little tussle. I, I will, whenever the furry convention is, the McCutcheon furries tweet will go wildly viral that day. Now that everybody is fully aware of how good he is whenever he sees that tail. <laughs> Anthony wants to know Randall Simon throwing out the first pitch. It's an all-time great moment. Uh, also against the Brewers. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure they need to make that happen. They need to make that happen. Now, and it's not live from the furry convention. Maybe. Yeah, was Maybe Saturday first. night. Saturday night, Randall Simon throwing out the first pitch in a Pirates uh, Hawaiian shirt. Or a furry costume, or you can just p- dress up like one of the the wieners, the little hot dogs. <laughs> it's officially ten o'clock, <laughs> and it's not after dark. Has begun. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, is it gonna be a pitch? Is gonna like throw out the first bat? Well, Ooh, that would be better. That would be better. This is an all-time great Pirates moment. I don't care what you say. This is an all-time great NS9 podcast. I don't care what y'all say. Oh, this is this is absolutely atrocious. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <clears throat> Justice has dropped $60 on the early bird fee for the convention. I mean, okay, I guess. Do we have to have Justice on for a furry convention infomercial or something? You, you know what would have been great if Justice would have just jumped on tonight so we could have had a guest instead he just wanted to hang out in the chat tonight. Rude. And we wouldn't have been talking about furries. He could Maybe have Justice can be our Justice can be our correspondent, our, our furry correspondent. Do we uh do we need to talk about some furries right now? Do we need some info? I mean, Justice, if you want to join, we can we can talk for a quick ten minutes here. Last time we did that, Justice is two hours. <laughs> he's probably excited about the Hawaiian the Hawaiian shirt. I'm I'm sure he's already got a Hawaiian shirt on on reservation. Justice, we like we're North Shore and I. We don't invite people anymore. They request. Yeah, you've got a request to come on. 
Who thinks he's out here lifting 60-pound dumbbells and automatically gets an invite? No, you, you still got a request. Sign the form. Turn it into HR. We'll figure it out from there. Bring the door. All right, how about this? How about this question? Since we're all right, so we 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 talked about who's most likely to block me. Whose wife is most likely to kidnap a baby during spring training this year? <gasps> you know what's funny? My dad brought me like an old high school newspaper. It's the sports preview of me in high school. I don't know why. It's, I walked in my house. It's on my kitchen countertop. There's an article on the back page about Jose Tapita's wife. That was one of the most... We've had some wild pirate stories in the last decade. That was one of the most wild ones. Between her and Benson. Like, what is it with these pirates? Wives, girlfriends. She was I feel babe. like Tabata too. Tabata's been like, I don't know what it is about this offseason, but I feel like a lot of national baseball accounts have been like tweeting out that Scherzer perfect game, you know, thing. That that's that's like gone viral four or five times this offseason. As it should. It should. That Tabata really deserves recognition. Man. I remember right before that game, Pat Lackey tweeted. Well, this is a game. That lineup looks like the Pirates are about to get no hit. <laughs> and it it that that day could not line up any more clear that they were about to get no hit. Well, what's weird is like that was I mean that was 2015, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the they best were. Pirates team of like our lives. <laughs> yeah, but it was like that weird part of the year where they just were not hitting the ball at all. Was that 15? And it was one of those Clint Hurdle lineups. Yeah, it, it was, was just terrible. Yeah, it was 15. I'm to pull up that lineup. <laughs> Old neck lips. I loved Jose Tabata. I will go to my grave saying the Pirates don't make the wild card in 2013 without him. All right, let's pull well, up this You talked lineup. about that. No, I like I like Tabata. He was no lasting village yeah, to me, but I like Tabata. Yeah, see, Anthony's saying the same thing. I don't, I don't remember Tabata being there in fifteen. He was there in thirteen. Oh, yeah, was he there in fifteen? Nope. Fifteen, fifteen. This is the lineup right here. This is the game. So it was. Josh Harrison, Starling Marte, Andrew McCutcheon. Jung-Ho Gung, Cervelli, Pedro, Polanco, Mercer, and then Tabata pinch hit and got hit by pitch. Dude, he, bat, he was batting 313 at a time. I mean, I know that yeah. wasn't obviously that. that <laughs> With a 313 slugging. Season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay. It wasn't deep at all then. Uh, no. I, man, what am I missing here? Like, if you. If this was a Jeopardy question, I would have failed my own. I would not have guessed that Tabata was on for 15. Why is that a race for my mind? It was very brief. Yeah, he didn't I, play very long. But, I mean, Polanco and Mercer were obviously really struggling at that point in the year. But, like, the rest of this lineup isn't isn't bad. I think it was just that, that time of the year they were not hitting the ball at all. 
Well, Must clearly. Because, yeah, like that's a funny thing, too. Like, to look at that lineup and just say that. I mean, this is a good lineup. God, I, I would mean, die to have this lineup right now. But that pitching staff was unreal that year. Once they got Hap, it was unreal. There was that phase where, yeah, Jeff Locke was ter- – actually, 13 was even better. 13 was the best pitching staff. Well, the shift. 15, yeah. yeah thir- kind of 13 was good. The fi- 15 was good, too. 15 yeah. was like that year. Like, Garrett Cole was border – I mean, Garrett Cole was Dude. very much in the Cy Young talk that year. The first half of the year. Good enough. He, yeah, I'm no, he was very good, but Morton and Locke were both like black holes that year. To the point, though, then Hap came along and and then AJ got hurt. Oh, yeah, because they decided to throw him when he was throwing a 78 mile an hour fastball. Garrett Cole was 19 and eight with a yeah, two, with a two six, six ERA. ERA. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. You're welcome. We've never had anything close to that ever. Oliver Perez had a 298 in like 2004. Yeah, that was that was impressive. Um, but no, Jose Tabata was definitely on winning Pirates teams. He was on that 2015 team. He was on the 2014 team. He was on the 2013 team. He had 282 in 2013, didn't he? Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, he went two. He went 282 and 282 back to back 2013 and 2014. And then he had 289 in 2015, but he slugged 289. Yeah. Granted, only four to one plate appearances. But yeah, again, I don't know why or how or what, but I would have told you 14 was his last year. Like, I just felt, I mean, uh, granted, he wasn't on the team long, right? But I felt like those four to one plate appearances were coming in 14. Like, I felt like 13 was like his last. Real year on the Pirates, and then 14 flamed off and left. So crazy. Going down memory lane, learning something. Yep. There you go. Also, once again, Jose Tabata is the only reason the Pirates got that wild card spot in 2013. Tell us why, Tyler. The only, the only reason? They had nothing in the outfield at that point. Nothing. So his one win. I wouldn't say he was. was I wouldn't the say he only was the reason only reason. Parts yeah. were good. <laughs> okay, I I'm he Jimmy carried Roddy. the team on his back and got. <laughs> I speak in hyperbole. hyperbole. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> very much so. No, but and Andrew Lambeau would have could have played, had 400 plate appearances that year, and the Pirates still would have been in the wild card. That year, Starling Marte goes down. Marlon Bird doesn't get traded for until August. Their outfield was atrocious if Jose Tabata doesn't somehow play well. Okay. Yeah, I speak in hyperbole. So it, it was good that they had him. It was very yeah. good. Or it would have been. He was an asset. Yeah. Very much but so. I wouldn't. I don't, think, I don't think you can say it was the only reason they made the, the wild card. Lunchbox. I don't even think you can say. I don't think you can even say that he was like a big reason why. I don't want to hear any. He wasn't even a reason on this because all you do is over exaggerate everything. And then, and then I argue with you when you do it. 
Man, I heard y'all talk. Y'all was talking about kidnapping kids. I knew I had to come save this thing. <laughs> that was way before Justice's time. Justice was was a kid when I have when no, Jose. I had no idea what y'all were talking about. And I was like, man, I Justice gotta... was like, that was me, guys. <laughs> yeah, Justice actually got kidnapped and and, and brainwashed. <laughs> Why do you think I am the way I am? Hey man, put them guns down. Yeah. He came without donuts. I had I had to beat the the thirty five pound allegations. <laughs> what are they? 40 Dude, I was I was actually eligible because it took me. I'm taking this down this rabbit hole now. I guess it took me so long to get there. Like I I threw up sixties and I don't allow myself to like progress to like the next weight until I hit ten, and it was literally like three days ago. I hit like I hit nine reps with the tens or with the sixties, and like that last one I couldn't get it up. So today I was like, man, I, I'm either gonna get ten today or I'm gonna do like two and I'm gonna be out. And I just felt it. I, I felt it on that like when I was warming up. I was like, this is it, this is it. And then I reward myself with a little pint of ice cream and then I come on the NS9 podcast where y'all talking about aching children. <laughs> yeah, so this was way before your time. <laughs> Wait, okay. What? This is a genuine question. What the hell are y'all talking? About? Like, I'm I'm gonna research this. Yeah. Think of my live reaction to whatever you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, one random spring training. I think it was probably 2012 or 2013. Um, yeah, it was like it had to be 12. It was before 12 or 13. Been, I think it might have been like 10 or 11. I don't know. I think Tabata was a kind of established by this point. But 2010. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so 2010, Jose Tabata's wife. Who was? Steals, how old? <laughs> I don't know. Older than he, he was. She was in her 40s. He was cougar hunting. Yeah, like twice his age. Stole an infant <laughs> and pretended that it, the baby was hers. Like some real lifetime-ish. <laughs> I'm on his Wikipedia page right now looking this up. No, it's on there. As an immigrant, yeah. If you do, officer? if you do, like Jose Tabata, wife, baby, the wife claimed to be pregnant, and then have a, claimed to have had a baby, but she actually stole a baby, and was claiming it to be her own baby. This was 2009, actually. Was it 2010? Is when she was she pled guilty to baby abduction. <laughs> there, there you go. What yeah so this is the this is what you're this is the kind of stuff you're walking into this this fan base we've been through a lot let me Welcome find to the pirates let me let me try to find a picture of like 2009 justice where was 2009 i was in like that was like sixth grade for me i think vaguely Jeez, i'm sorry the daughter was like 40 <laughs> i was Tabata's wife's dad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is now turning the NS9 True Crime podcast. Hey man, my sister loves True Crime podcasts. Apparently, that, that's like a thing. Just like the the rise of like true crime. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, look into yeah, this one. Yeah. I, Dude, what the hell? It's, it's not a great story, but I think Denardo can attest to this. I knew Felipe Vasquez was a weirdo before. Yeah, we had these talks. 
I I admit. I'm just that saying. Is, that is such an <laughs> odd thing. Okay, I'm looking at my phone. It's extremely odd. I'm no, looking dude. at my phone. I can't find. I don't have 2009 justice, but I do have uh, first day of high school justice. This is a. Oh, I gotta see this. This is a gem for all y'all talk about like like my my fashion man. This is a this some is a Cali gem. swag right here. There it is. Oh, there we go with the with the blazer. <laughs> this is this one. That's like you got a, a chain. You got a chain on too. Right now, I guess. So. No, no, in that picture. Oh, probably not. Oh, I, I didn't. I thought you were like, I didn't even get my ears pierced until like I was in college. Like I was not a jewelry kid growing up, but we've come a long way. We've come a long way. All the way yeah. to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now that I finally have some like furniture yeah. in my apartment too, I kind like I, I was I saw like a three hundred fifty dollars Coogee sweater, and I was like, "Do I want to do this?" And I was like, "No, I don't." Like I in my do. soul, like, I can't bring myself to do that. But I don't know. I've been trying to figure out what my yeah. open day fit is going to be. I don't think I have anything definitive on that. But you know, Pirates opening day or Reds opening day? I think I got to have one for both. Have you ever been to? So, real question: Have you ever been to Reds opening day? I have not. I mean, it is wild. I don't know if like anybody's told you this, but it's wild. I like want... they shut. They shut the city down. They shut the city down. They have this huge parade. Like it's like Mardi Gras, like through the streets of Cincinnati. It's it's insane. That sounds lit. I'm not gonna lie. That sounds dope. No. I'm gonna get my first time I went. First time I went, I was extremely impressed. I was like, I can't believe Cincinnati's doing something like this. I'm gonna get my bowl of skyline chili in the morning and just like do we have this? Uh. <laughs> 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 Poor Justice. We can't be having that around here, Justice. Dude, I haven't even had it yet. I haven't had it yet. Yeah, let's Good. keep it that way. <laughs> Did we we ha- we talked about this on the last one, right? We oh, yeah. This? Probably, probably. Yeah. We spent an hour on food. That's a great hour. I'm. That's a great hour. I would relive that conversation. But I still need that. Like, I need to have it just to like try it. Like I, like I've been watching like a lot of like Anthony Bourdain, like No Reservations. Uh, like I, I watched his thing with Obama for the first time when they're in Vietnam. I'm like, man, like I gotta try like just like local pockets, like whenever I can. And that's like right up there on the list. Like oh, like March 30th, March 31st. That's right up there. Okay. So how are those kitchen appliances looking yeah. in that new apartment? How are the kitchen? The kitchen appliances. I've invested more money in my kitchen appliances than anything here. That's actually. my kind of fella. Let me let me show you the very first thing I bought. I'm gonna grab it right now. It better be an air fryer. It was an above the counter dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there still ten people watching us? <laughs> and they just says on NS9, no topic has ever talked about this one. Someone's about to see this with like no context, like whatsoever. But like one of the first things I bought, I went to IKEA because I live in Robinson, so like all of the shops are like right next to me. Oh yeah, and you I was, hit up the Pittsburgh uh, Popcorn Company. You said what? Pittsburgh Popcorn Company. I got to add that to the list. I'm all yeah, it's in the Robinson Mall. I need to try the place with the 
the cold pizza too. That's like yeah. high up on the list. Yeah. Well, you no. gotta make a, No, you gotta make a trip over to Ohio to do that. <sighs> do I have to remove him twice? <laughs> if you're gonna Those do are that, two you, awful things he's trying you know, over here. You gotta make the trip over and go to either DeCarlo's Ohio Valley Pizza's new, but that's over in West Virginia. Um, the other one at Steubenville just shut down, but I embody the same philosophy that I instill in my nieces, which is you don't have to like it. You just have to try it. If I could, if I could teach my 11 year old and nine year old nieces that I think I gotta, I can't be a hypocrite. I got to apply that to me too. But anyway, very, like very, one of the very first things I bought was this good quality pan. I think this is like nice pan, nice pan. I use this like every day. It was like seventy dollars. Uh, yeah, is that a carbon steel? It's not carbon steel. It's like, you can tell how much I use this too. Like this, like it's been a. Oh year. yeah. It looks like a carbon steel to me. I think it might be carbon steel. It's my not, guy. I, I kind of regret it. So not, we've got. I've been one of the ones that you can like, like put in the oven. You probably could have just went with a regular old cast iron and been done with like twenty bucks out of pocket, but that works too. Yeah, I love washing my cast iron pans in the dishwasher. It's my favorite time of the week. Oh, it's awesome whenever you gotta scrape that rust off. <laughs> I hope that joke doesn't go over anyone's head. <laughs> I hope that's not too niche of a joke. <laughs> I'm just you like, holding up that pan is gonna be like Alex Stone folding up his chute. You have to. I took that picture of the cookie. That was from the first time we went to Eaton Park. I hadn't gone to Eaton Park until Alex took us, and Alex was hell-bent on us going to his Eaton Park. Mm. He bought, like, a fuck... He, he bought, like, 12... <laughs> yeah. It was a great time. I get... The Eaton Park smiling mm. cookie gets my endorsement. 100%. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's a good cookie. But also, I just want to I- go back to this pan, though, still. Like, I'm, I'm still kind of dying on the inside here. Tyler's like, I want to check out your kitchen appliances. I will. And, and Justice pulled out a pan. <laughs> hey. All right, Justice, I'm like, going to put you on something. Appliances is a very like loose term. Listen, I got you. I, I, I got the thing for you with the new apartment. Have you ever been on MacBid? On what? It's M at sign C dot bid. And you MacBid? bid on things. I'm telling you what, it'll I've change never- your life. I've never bid on anything. I'm pretty life. sure there's one in Robinson. There's a warehouse. You bid on stuff. It's all return stuff from Amazon. I got a giant air fryer. Say less. For like 10 bucks. Say less. My mom's been trying to get me like one of those. It's like an air fryer, but it's also a toaster oven. It's just like one of those. Like Yeah, yeah like you can probably, like, one, of, probably one. one of them ninjas. But honestly, like, I don't have a TV right now, and I haven't had one this entire year. Like, when I was watching the Warriors, like, in their playoff run, I was watching it on my phone. Okay, <laughs> go get a TV. So we can there's – like there's, like, an order of operations here in terms of, like, things that I need to buy. TVs are, like, 100 bucks. All right, if they're so cheap, just – I'm going to drop my Venmo in the private chat real quick, and then you can <laughs> – we can get this done tomorrow if you want. Literally, just go to Walmart. We'll, uh, like, a 32, which we'll is, do- like, 120 bucks. We'll do one of those thirst trap TikToks with with Justice with his <laughs> I got I got to get it. I got to fully lean into the the gained fifteen pounds of muscle and lost fifteen pounds of fat, and that's how we're gonna fundraise for my there team. There it is. How do you you cover sports and don't have a TV? 
the I was actually so I was actually watching um Celtics 76ers before this. I'm actually let's see how much the Warriors are trailing by by the time that I, I pull this up. A bit, a two point lead. I'll, I'll take it. No Steph, I'll take it. But literally, like since I mean, over the course of the season, like I don't have like a lot of time to like watch TV. So I spend the most of the time like I'll just like watch YouTube in like 15 minute increments, like at my little counter area. And then if I watch games, I just take my work chair and then I stroll it to my couch and then I just prop it up right there. Which is that like at this point, like considering it's been a year and I've like gotten enough paychecks to like supplement a TV. Is it a little unnecessary? Yeah. I can understand like in season, right? Like you're on the go, you're going back and forth. I'll worry about that in the off season, but you're now heading back into the season. Like you've had the whole off season. Still no TV. Still not a lot of things. Like, I don't know. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a little coffee table. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get – I will say this, though. Going back to the – going back home for the, the holidays, like, one of the last things that I did before I came back here was I took my goddaughter, um, my sister, my brother-in-law, my mom, and my dad and myself to a Warriors game. It was – I would rather not say how much that cost. <laughs> that like whatever like television coffee table money like I put, like could have potentially like had it went to that one game, but it was a double overtime game against the Hawks, which was pretty dope. Um, so I would say that was worth it. But we I still get I got bullied by Alex for I still have an iPhone eight too. Like in, in terms of like the hierarchy of like financial decisions I make, it is not great. I will say this is an actual like pirate related story. I was talking to Zach Thompson one time. I think it was like May and in like one sentence, like in like one stream of consciousness, this man bullied me for not having, for having an iPhone eight, my phone not being charged, not having Wi-Fi, and not having a bed. Just one sentence. He was like, you don't got X, you don't got all these things. You got to step it up. And I was like, yes, Zach Thompson, I'm acutely aware of that. Thank you very much. Zach Thompson, great dude. We're not gonna skip over. Like, do you not have a bed yet? I have a bed. Okay. Uh, but I will say I fall into the male stereotype of not having a bed frame. <laughs> so it's just sitting on the floor. It's just sitting on the floor. I mean, that's my ab exercises. Like right when I wake up, it's just like, all right, I gotta shoot myself up and get up. I mean, I can I can understand that. I mean, I will. I'm, I have a frame, but <laughs> but I mean, if other things, right? I would invest in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Denardo. Do you not have a bed either? Yeah. Wait. Do you what? have a bed frame? I have yeah. a bed. Okay. Like there is somewhere I sleep at night. I do not have a frame. No headboard. Nothing. It's just it's just a mattress on the floor. <laughs> Man, moving moving is expensive. <laughs> they don't tell you these things in the beat writer handbook. They don't like. Like when I when I signed up for this, like I got like a handoff from Jake and Adam Berry combined. I was like, this is what you need to know. Nowhere on that was like, yeah, like three fourths of your check is going to go to appliances and um, gas and electric and a bed. Also, side note, can I like tell like an embarrassing story from like as like someone that like clearly was like not aware of how like Pittsburgh winters worked? Yes. 
in terms of like, oh, yeah. like in terms of money. So we're all aware, like this is my first Pittsburgh winner, which side note, I survived. I'm giving myself a pat on the back for that. That's my- not over. Well, I mean, I leave, I leave the spring training in a week. Yeah, yeah, so leave, yeah. It's just about over. <laughs> Although I'm going to need Krauss. It's, to it's still car. not over. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm going to need Krauss to like warm up my car like every week because after Storm Elliott hit and I came back, that thing was dead. Um, I also didn't know that like during like a freezer, like a freeze warning, you had to um, – have your like like open the pipes up or like open the cupboards below the pipes and open those up and then like leave it running. I didn't know that was a thing until I left. Is that like a universal thing? Like when it like cold fronts hit? So it depends on uh like if you have pipes near the exterior of your house, it's probably a good idea. If you're if you have interior pipes, don't worry about it. Yeah, I just turn my heat up. It was a very unique thing to me, but anyway, yeah. so it was it was cold like for the majority like when I was here in January it was cold as hell and like I'm not used to that and I'm used to just like walking around with like a t-shirt on so I'm like okay I'm gonna you know crank my heat up and I like I would just have it sitting at like 72 degrees and I didn't know like how much are they paying beat writers <laughs> anymore? This, this, is going. this is where the story's going. That's why you can't buy a bed frame. I didn't know. Fancy, oh, fancy guy in a 72 oh, degree heat over here. Throughout the entirety of the season, like I never used my heat and I like would only use like for air, like when it was cold. Like side note, like my apartment has yeah. really bad like air conditioning. So it was damn it damn near did not pay off to have it. Um so again, this is me not knowing anything. I just I crank it up. I'm like, yeah, this is this is cozy. I'm cozy. I got my t-shirt on. Got my got my sweats on. I am soft, Connor. I'm California soft, Charmin. I'm soft as hell. So I just crank it up. That's why I have this on right now. And that's why you don't hear my heat. And I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was at the gym. I was like, I was outside of my house. And I get the text notification from Discover. You've been charged $213. I'm like, motherfucker, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God. Like, I I had to go back. Like, I went into peoples.com and I like I looked at like what it was on a month by month basis. It was like 30, 30, 40. And then like it would gradually go up as it got colder. Like, I looked at that, like I was just like. Now I get the thermostat jokes. Like now I get like my thermostat has like not been turned on since like that heat that stays off. He's gonna be one of us and wait until November to turn it on now. See, this yeah, is just the, legit. Like you're glad yeah. it's seven twenty P right now, because if it's ten eighty, you'd see the breath coming out. There I remember getting in my car sometimes. I'd be just be sitting there waiting for my car to warm up and like I would just like I'd see it like coming out my nose. I'm like, God damn, I'm not used to this shit. I'm not. Yeah, I don't like it when I come back. I'll put it that way. I hate the cold. I've told my family, all my friends, like, my stoppage is November. So between November and March, I will not come up in Pennsylvania to visit. Like, you guys got to come down here, right? But so talking story, right, as Tyler says, and Jim, it's not over. And it's still not over when you return. I went up there. We did a live podcast. Tyler, you were there. I went up there. My birthday is April 28th. And it's lined up the way we're doing it. It's like, on my birthday. So I'm like, all right, sweet, let's do this. So it's the end of April. I'm going home on May 1st, Justice. 
it snowed. It snowed. May 1st. <laughs> I thought it was, I was in the clear. It's the end of April. I can go home and return to Western Pennsylvania. It was, I mean, I mean, the, the game that we went to, it was like in the mid-30s, like the whole time. And then as we were leaving, it was snowing. So you ain't done yet. I remember when this was like last week. Um, me, Kraus, and Alex, we took him, we took Alex up to Cleveland for his first basketball game, Grizzlies Cavs, which amazing game. Darius Garland put on a show. Um, what's his name? Dylan Brooks punched Donovan Mitchell in the dick. It was an amazing game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Alex was he was feeling himself. It was a great, like in terms of like first games to go to, like that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and I was driving us back, and my headlights are kind of whatever. We're driving back from Cleveland, and it is like it's about an hour. What is it, like two hours? I was already kind of tired. Like I needed like a coffee. I needed like a Red Bull, whatever I got. I think I brought a Red Bull with me specifically for the drive back. And there was a point on that drive where like the snow. It wasn't like thick, but it was just like the volume of it was just like hitting my car in a way. It was like, I can barely see in front of me. And I tried to use my headlights that made it worse. Yep. And like, th- so there was like this, f- like it was bad for like 45 minutes, but there was like this five minute pocket where I was like, am I going to have to pull off right now? And like, I'm not used to driving in this. So I'm like, I'm used to being like, like I'm a California driver side. note, I was driving back from Chicago yesterday. I got pulled over. This cop didn't give me a ticket. I was like, Big, big old dub on my end. But he was like, "Yeah, you was going 84," and I was like, "Yeah, that's where that's how I drive." So I'm not used to like slowing down. Like I'm used to just like speeding down like open road, and so going through that, I'm like, "This is not fun. I'm not built for this. My car is not built for it. My car is California soft too. That's the thing." Yeah. Do they have trucks out in California? Like, do people actually drive trucks out there? Yeah, you will find you will actually find like some of those like big trucks that are like you stand next to them and they're they're like seven feet tall. Like you will find like a good amount of those. My brother-in-law actually drives like one of those types of trucks, a little smaller, but he also has two of my nieces who play like softball, so they kind of need it. But the the joke in California is, you know, you're in California when you look to your left, you look to your right, you see Subarus. <laughs> it's a little different out there, right? You see, yeah, up. I'm in. Oh, you're in California. I'm in Texas right now, and all there are trucks. It's just all trucks. Did you get affected by the the storm that hit there? Uh, I mean, I've only been here three days. I'm I'm in a hotel right now, so I'm on I'm on a work trip. But uh, it rained real bad here today, but that was it. But I was in Beaumont, Texas yesterday, and they said they got a tornado that went through there last week. So that is, yeah. I don't know how it's crazy do. down here. Oh, good lord! You didn't know. have a train derail. That's true. Tyler had a train derail. Tyler almost died. He yeah. might like, still die. It's possible. <laughs> how have you not seen it, Justice? You don't watch the news? No, nah, I don't. Not at all. <laughs> okay, they've shut down like half of Pennsylvania as well. Not half, like an eighth. Well, maybe what is this? One sixty-fourth. <laughs> Nah. When was like this? Like two days ago. Yeah. What was I doing two days ago? 
getting a speeding ticket. <laughs> yeah, you were in Chicago. You were driving right through there, basically. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. But I was see what time. Yeah. Tyler almost got evacuated from a, some I'm, trains that were about I mean, to explode. I'm a, I'm oh a good God. 15 minutes away. Good. I know a lot of people that did get evacuated, but not me. I would have stayed right here. I'm not going anywhere. You on your uh, Jordan Belmont? Yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Uh, let's see. How are my Warriors doing? Oh, okay. Now they're now they're losing by eight. Um, I feel like I should talk at least a little Pirates since I'm here. I can I can take one Pirates related question before I go watch my Warriors get smacked by 21. Before we get there, what's up with the furry knowledge? Man, as so yeah, you were on it. Oh, so, y'all know. Well, Foolish Bailey's like the one that, like, that's how the McCutcheon thing, like, kind of blew up. Which side note, I met Foolish Baseball, Foolish Bailey at the winter meetings. Great, dude. oh, cool. He like he walked up to Alex like during the winter meetings and was like, "Are you Alex Stump?" And I was sitting next to Alex and I was like, "I'm right here. <laughs> this is bull. This is bull- <laughs> I'm right here." But I was I got the one up on Alex because when when Foolish Baseball did his like winter meetings wrap up video, it was a picture of me, Fabian Ardaya, and him, and I was like, let's go! Like, mm. I've been following him since like that Justin Verlander video he did way back when. But as soon as that video went up, I mean, like the reporter in me is like, duh. And so I'm like, I'm doing research. I'm like, when is when is this happening? Why would this happen? And also, like, I saw them too last year. Like, I just remember I was coming home from work one day. I looked to my left, and two of them are just like, <laughs> what the hell is happening? That's going to be I, a GIF. I didn't know about that until, like, I didn't know about the McCutcheon thing until this past season. So I don't have, like, this. Do I, I, I may have to beat the furry allegations now. I don't know, but <laughs> I didn't, like, come into, like, that video, like, having, like, a depth of knowledge on, like, I knew of them like as like a concept because being being a 20 something I'm like perpetually online and you see a lot of things when you are perpetually online but I had to that's my depth that was my research today when that happened gotcha but I guess okay so what do you want to talk about pirate Troy yeah I guess we have a pirates question for for justice not not a whole lot happening right now Mm-mm. Yeah, it's how about that? What's it's happening? Very, it's very surprising. <laughs> it's been, I mean, we've had um, before the Pirates podcast thing, There, were, I mean, there was a thing yesterday about it. I mean, we don't even have to go into all that about a certain reliever who signed. We don't have to go into all that. Happening. No. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's weird because like every week I got file like my newsletter and like we had like a like our kind of prompt for this one was like three storylines heading into camp and like I was trying to supplement that with something else and I was like what has happened over the last week it's like nothing really which is like I think that's like the first time I've been able to say that uh pretty much this entire off season um yep. so yeah I guess until next week we're just kind of vibing we're just, we're just yeah. kind of chilling just just yeah um I mean I guess Pitchers and catchers, the 15th. Um, Alex Stump's going to take me on a date on the 14th. Book it. If he doesn't, I'm holding him to it. 
<laughs> well, yeah. When are you heading down there? Are you heading down there the 14th? I'm heading down there on the 14th. I think my right. flight is at noon. Um, I'm hoping that it isn't a recreation of um, last year when I got to Bradenton for the first time. Did I tell you all that story last time? No, no. I was in here? So you didn't get kidnapped by a 42 year old woman, did you? <laughs> I think Again. This, <laughs> this might be some men in black hit with the them with the button. Maybe I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, so so last year, so this was all this is all like a three days after like I drove into Pittsburgh. Like I was like that entire like month of February was like a whirlwind. Like Valentine's Day last year, that's when I started my drive. And then this year, that's when I'm going there. But I think it's like the 20th, 21st, 22nd, some one of those days. Flying to Bradenton. And this is before the lockout ends. So we just know we're going to have this one week of uh, media availability with the non 40 man guys. Land in Tampa, go to I forgot which company I go to. I get my rental car. You know, I'm driving down to Bradenton, like trying to soak everything in. I'm like, damn, like I'm really here. When I'm on the sky bridge, I'm like, am I going to die? Why is this bridge so high up? I'm like scared. From, I'm like really scared as I'm going up that bridge. Like feels like way too high <laughs> up in the air. You know, just like trying to soak everything in, acknowledging the fact that people in Florida drive like absolute maniacs. Um, just trying to soak everything in. And, you know, I w- I noticed very quickly that a lot of, motorcyclists don't wear helmets and like i'd been to florida before i knew that but there was a lot of motorcyclists and none of them were wearing helmets so i just took like a mental note of that so driving down we're getting into bradenton there's like that kind of smaller bridge that you cross in order to get into the city Mm -hmm. it was about it was the middle of the day so there was like you know a, a little bit of traffic on that bridge and i remember like i'm i'm hitting my brakes um, I got like a decent amount of space between me and the car in front of me. And, you know, just, you know, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just like trying to observe the city. And then this motorcycle just like comes out of nowhere, just not breaking at all. Like it just was coming in way too hot and hits the car in front of me, like just the back bumper. The car in front of me is like almost stopped. This dude like does like bit like he's rolling on the ground. His motorcycle is rolling on the ground. My first thought is this dude is dead. Like out, like not wearing a helmet. Yeah, like, this, this dude is dead. He's like, he's in that, po- like, you know, the family guy pose where like the one arm is one way and the other, <laughs> arm is the other way. I know that's like a horrible way to describe it. Like that's, that's what he was. Like that's how he was on the ground. And because we're on a bridge, there's nowhere for cars to go around. Like we are just stuck here. And like, everyone was just like, what the hell do we do? Like we got to tend to this man because, and it was, I guess luckily for him, the hospital was literally right up the street. One of the guys in the trucks behind me has actually like dealt with this before. And I was talking to him after the fact, he's like, yeah, I've seen dudes get their like legs ripped off. Like I know how to handle this. And so we're just on this bridge for like 45 minutes, like getting this whole thing situated. And that was how my life on the, the Pittsburgh Pirates beat uh, started. The dude was fine. I think he just like had a good start. That was that was the start, and then very first interview, Tanaj Thomas said he's going to be better than Jacob Degrom. That was how my Pirates tenure started. It's quite wow. a statement, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll all have to get together because so we're going down there this year. We'll be down there for a week, 
So we'll have to we gotta, we gotta do a live we'll do something. We'll do it for sure. Yeah, we got some things planned for sure. Me and Alex yeah. will totally spar. We'll be sitting next to each other, but we'll have different uh we'll have different windows and we will verbally spar with one another. He'll tell me that I don't know ball. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. No, nah, it'll be a good time. Appreciate you coming on though. I'll yeah, see you. Thanks for hopping on, Justice. Please don't talk about kidnapped kids anymore. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, that was Justice. Yeah. Nice of justice. Justice De Los Santos from uh, MLB.com. So, guys, <laughs> this is a show. You know what? Tweet decks back up. There you go, Jim. There you go. So, Connor, sorry, I'm not gone. I'm not leaving. Not leaving. See, content minds. <laughs> so, that's how we're going to end the show. Back on Jim. <laughs> well, I'm not leaving Twitter, guys, because tweet decks up. <laughs> well, uh, this has been a night. It's been an hour 36. Why? I feel like time is due. I don't know why. But, you know, Ryan called it. Let's go to the chat. Let's go to our, our text messages. Nobody was even in the chat. We just talked about nothing. When we That's were going not- off about how we have nothing to talk about, Ryan's yeah. like, here's an hour and 50 minute podcast. <laughs> Damn it. It's an hour and, and 30 minutes. Yeah. Basically, right where we're at. Yeah. So, anyways, are we, uh, are we done then? Yeah. Let's end this. All right. So, with that said, we'll probably be on next week <laughs> sometime with maybe somebody. So tune in, uh, but appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for watching and uh, subscribe to the newsletter. Maybe get an AJ Burnett bobblehead, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, rate, do all that good stuff. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Sorry, Scouts. See you guys. See you.